Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Lori and Julia. Show for your Monday on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly is in for Julia today. Julia will be back on Wednesday. Uh, a music flashback. Who knew that by playing two Marty Robbins songs, or a little bit of them, we would cause Sarah to have a flashback? Gunfighter Ballads was the first album that she ever bought. She was 11 years old and bought it at Merwin Drugs in Robbinsdale with money from her piggy bank. Oh, <laughs> that is so sweet. Well, glad we played that for you. I know okay. it. Yeah. We really should do the streets of Laredo to just have the whole, <laughs> right. all the way around. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to play that the next time I'm on the inversion table. Please do, Lori. Please do. Just to do it. Okay, so that um, that that uh, Katie Nichol, that British uh, lady across the pond, is still shilling her book, Harry, Life, Loss, and Love. Okay, and mm-hmm. Katie Nichol is... I don't remember. Is she like a cheap Kitty Kelly? Yes, and she's a self-proclaimed royal expert, and she's... I don't know how many books she's done, but... Uh, People Magazine goes to her exclusively. Entertainment Tonight likes her because she's written, I don't know, you have to look up, Donnie, how many books Katie Nichol has done, and it's N-I-C-H-O-L-L. But Mm -hmm. she's very... Julie and I have been suspicious of Katie Nichol because her stories are always, always, always pro-Kate Middleton narratives. What you're telling me, Lori, is do you think that she's a paid operative of the, I, uh, I think she's buddies. Of the royal palace? I know. I think she's good buddies with with Kate, maybe Carol, or she gets information. And even this book, uh, Harry Life, Loss, and Love, uh, in one review, uh, they said this: the problem with Katie Nichols, she frames everything, even Harry and Maggie, Megan, around William and Kate's activities, desire, and Cambridgeness. So I know. So entertainment tonight, she thought she talked to them. And of course, you know, all the entertainment shows, they are filling, you know, between now and May 18th. Oh, of, ca- of course, stuff. every nook and cranny is filled with it, royal wedding. Because it's fun. It is fun. It's, it's fun. delicious. And it gets away from the president and the porn star and Cambridge Analytics and Facebook and all these other things. We can all like, celebrate in love yes. of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So... What is on Nichols' mind when she's talking to Kate or to Entertainment Tonight? She gave her thoughts about Megan's dress. And here's what she said. 
She said, I expect that Megan will go to great lengths to keep her wedding dress designer a secret until the moment she emerges from the bridal car. And let's be honest, this is a girl who knows how to keep a secret. Wow, that was really riveting scoop there, (laughs) Katie Nichols. Appreciate it. Yeah, um... So, uh, and she's like, every other bride, she wants to keep it a secret up until the last minute. Okay. Thank you. She also says, when I think, uh, she knows it's a very, very important dress. It's got to fit the occasion and the regal historical backdrop. And I think she will go conservative with this dress. I think it's going to tick all the right boxes. Traditional, elegant, sophisticated, memorable and fitting. We could have said this. Uh, we could there. have said this, Lori. Why aren't <laughs> we royal experts? <laughs> and and you will be pleasantly surprised, she told uh, Entertainment Tonight. I think Megan will be a rule breaker when it comes to this dress. Wait, okay, so what? hold the phone, hold the phone, what? Lori. So in the previous quote, Katie Nichols said that it was going to be conservative and ticking all the right boxes. Yes. But then in the next, next quote, breath. she said that she's going to be, be breaking rule some rules. Mm. Buy my book, please. Yes. How many books has Katie Nichol written about the This is her fifth. Fifth, that's what I thought. She also said that um, she will never try to upstage Kate's wedding. Of course she won't. I think Megan is very sensible. Uh, I think it's incredibly unlikely that she will upstage Kate's look. Well, how could she? She's not getting married in Westminster Abbey. She's not the future queen. Of course she's not going to upstage that wedding. How could you? Yeah, right. I mean, that... Just walking down that aisle. I mean, we saw it with Princess Diana. Only, you know, yeah, very iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, she also said that she thinks uh, the dress will be Ralph and Russo, which did her engagement, pretty, pretty dress, or somebody by the name of Stuart Pavin, who is one of the Queen's favorite courtiers. Oh, oh, oh delightful. Mm. Lovely. She's also speculating that Prince Harry will take Meghan Markle to... Oh, I can never say this country, this African country. Namibia? Yes, that one. <laughs> Namibia? <laughs> Brad and Angelina's yes, country? that's right. Namibia, interesting choice. For their honeymoon. Well, some people think that that's where they actually got engaged. As not, opposed to... Was it Tanzania? No, no, a Nottingham no. Cottage cooking. Oh, Ida that's Garden's right. Chicken. Oh, I just got to the Barefoot Contessa. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Botswana, maybe, because he goes there a lot, right? Yeah, well, they yeah. went on a trip there. Oh. Well, according to the trailer of the Lifetime original movie based on Harry and Meghan Markle's romance. They They went to Africa and had a beautiful, wonderful, romantic time and I don't know exactly what happened underneath those tents. I feel like it was the engagement probably happened there, but tell me this. Riddle me this. Let's start with Holly. You're marrying Prince Harry. The speculation, the intensity, getting all this royal training, kidnapping, princess training, learning how to curtsy, do all this. Do you really want to go to Namibia? Namibia. Not, no, you're putting Namibia. an extra M. Namibia. 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 Okay. <laughs> do you want to go there? Or do you want to go like to the Seychelles and like be in a villa over the water? Or would you rather, you know, kind of have an adventurous Namibian vacation. <laughs> yeah, surfing in the sand dunes and doing a little safari. And- well, as a princess, Lori, yeah. I would say I would like to do both. Yeah. Thank you. Let's go both. on the adventure both. first oh. to Namibia and then, then we can recover the s- from the adventure in the on a hot 
on the Seychelles or the Maldives. Where we can try and get knocked up right away. Exactly. She's throwing away the but pills. did William and Kate go to the Seychelles? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's very, you know, well, like gorgeous, gorgeous, secluded. I would love to go there. It's on my, like, I want to be on a hut on the water. That is a bucket list thing same, for me. Same, oh. same, same. So anyway, I, I think, I'm not a uh, royal expert, but I'm going to say that, um, Meghan Markle throws away the pack of birth control pills right about now. Yep. She has to get the mm-hmm. hormones training so that her next cycle yeah. or the cycle, whatever it happens yeah. right after the wedding, boom. She has tossed the pack of pills <laughs> into um, the garbage. Into the garbage. She's 36, going to be 37. Yes. TikTok. And Megan's dad is overjoyed at the wedding invitation. And by the way, those shady, shady people at the Sun, no, a TV channel is going to pay her stepsister Samantha oh. to do commentary oh. for the wedding. Oh, that's so and dirty. And that I is so Megan bad, walks Lori. by Samantha and says into the wind, <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> that's good. That is so that dirty and good. nasty and I love it and I want to hear what her stepsister has to say about this. Yeah, she's going to. As we all know, the stepsister writing a tell-all nasty book yeah. about Meghan Markle. Yeah. Oh, look I at those Slipper doesn't so, so, fit you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we probably got some random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Random randomness. Here's the one uh, random thing that I have that caught my interest in science and health, which is a Star Tribune Sunday little section of yeah, the paper. Yeah, I like that section. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. It's like, here's the question. How do you tell an alligator from a crocodile? Um, Is it the way they smile? Cro- the <laughs> eyes? The way they're set apart? The scales? Crocs I don't know anything bigger? else. See, there would be like some second graders who would just be yelling in the car right now. They probably are, that, yeah. and rightfully so. The most obvious way to discern between the two reptiles is to stare down their sinister snouts. Alligators have U-shaped faces that are wide and short, mm-hmm. while crocs have slender V-shaped muzzles. Oh. And when an alligator closes its mouth, you tend to only see its upper teeth. Crocs flash, or flash a toothy grin with their top and bottom teeth interlacing. Mm. I know that. Mm. Have you ever that? seen an alligator out in the wild in Florida? No, but I got Hanging a out lesson. I, I got a. Le- I guess crocodiles can bound and gallop. <sighs> they can move faster. But I remember <sighs> one time Julia and I were at. Uh, it was Saddlebrook. We had a Carlson National Meeting. It was at Saddlebrook, which I want to say was like around Tampa or anyway wherever it was. But the golf pro and we did some scrambles. Gave everyone that had like a morning or late. Late and later in the day, just how to run away from an alligator. What did they tell you? Zigzag. Zigzag. Yeah. Because of the line zigzag. of sight. Yeah. With an alligator. Yeah. When you were in Africa, Lori, did you see a hippo? Yes. Those are scary as all get out. Oh, vicious. Yeah. Vicious yes. creatures. They, they, They're yeah. cute. Yeah. But well, vicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We the, the youngest person on our in our safari group was this twelve uh, year old Belgian girl who's with her dad, and we get to this river where there were just hundreds of hippos laying in the water and they were making, we got out and it was just, it sounded like it was such a cacophony. It was so deafening the noise. And then they were so sleek and brown and 
and shiny and wet looking and they were just stacked next to each other in the river and the little girl goes, oh, look, it's hippo soup. (laughs) (laughs) They were just snorting and making sound and I just thought, oh my gosh, that is really an apt description. And they lay in the water all day or they can swim Mm -hmm. and it's at dusk that they come out and um, they're looking for vegetation to munch on and they can, they are the they kill more people in Africa than any other mm-hmm. animal. Yeah. Well, that's why I asked yes. you, Lori, because yeah. they're vicious. Yeah, we saw, we went there in the day when they were in their riverbed and we saw babies and they just looked darling. And I thought of a, what a great jackass thing that would have been like for somebody to run across all the backs of the, because you could have crossed from one side of the river to the other. That, that's how stacked they were. In if, the hippo soup. In the hippo oh. soup. But if you'd fallen in, you would have been. Well, you would have been dead. Yeah. Been yeah. Dead. Also, yeah, sure. just for fun, yeah. if you happen to be by your computer, I will tell you to Google the following words, okay. hippo and fart. Well, you can't. We'll watch it during the break, Lori. <laughs> oh, my I will God. tell you it's one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time. Oh, my gosh. Just put the two words together. See what you find. You can thank me later. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. It comes up right yes. away. Yeah, it comes up right away because it is the most amazing viral video ever. Oh, my word. But it really, you know, we never uh, talked last week that uh, the, the last white rhino. Yes, I, know. I saw that on Sunday They have the sperm, right? They have the sperm and they they're do. hoping. But still, still, it's really sad. Last yeah. white male. Yeah. The last male white rhino. And, and they were victims of poaching. Yeah. We, yes. we, you know, my dad and I, we were really hoped to see a rhino. And we were at an Ngorogoro crater and there was a rhino. And honestly, all we could see of it was the tip of its horn. Mm. It was kind of windy that day, and apparently rhino or yeah, the rhino doesn't like a lot of wind in its ears or whatever. So it kind of was in this tall grass, mm-hmm. and um, so that's all we could see of it was the damn tip, <laughs> just the tip. the upturned thing. Because yeah, we were right. like, really, yeah. we wanted to see the whatever they call it, the big seven or mm-hmm. whatever it was called. But yeah, it was that was amazing just to. See the animals in their world. That, oh, I that, can't imagine that is that again. We're talking bucket that's the list things. Want to stay ever taken. on an on a hunt over the ocean? Yes. Want to go on an African safari? And the thing is, if you could go, if I could put on my travel agent hat, you could go to Tanzania. You could hike Mount Kilimanjaro, which is quite challenging. Epic. Epic. Yes. You could go to the Serengeti, do the camping, or however, depending on what your budget. And then you fly to Zanzibar, which is white, white, white sand and beautiful, beautiful places to stay. So you could, and Zanzibar is right off the coast of Tanzania. Oh, when am I going on this trip? I don't know how many going. I I have no idea. I can't tell you. (laughs) Thank you, travel agent Lori, for your recommendations. Yes. All right. Who else has anything random? Well, according to a new survey. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We love those. 76% of people say that on an average day, their happiest moments are when they are... Eating. It, that's right. When they are eating. And Only reason I knew that was because I read that. Because I was like, "What? <laughs> it's okay. That's when people are happiest." But oh, yep. when you're shoveling Three food quarters. in your face, yep, I, yeah. putting on the old, strapping on the old feed bag. Twenty <laughs> percent of people, for them, eating is more enjoyable than sex. Wow. Well, it lasts well, longer more. sometimes for more people. <laughs> no. <laughs> sad but true. Sad yeah. but true. Oh, but sometimes when you're really hungry, man, I had Chipotle yesterday and I was starving and it was oh, it so, so good. good. It was just, just so good. Hunger is the best spice. Yeah. Mm. You really just <laughs> chow down. Yeah, there were a lot of people. It was very busy after the march for our lives. And so my friend and I, we drove down to Ham Hamlin to Groundswell Cafe. And we thought, oh, this is just blocks and blocks and blocks, if not miles from the Capitol. Packed. Mm-hmm. Packed. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that that is, we were very much enjoying our our lunch that we got there. Yeah, and we were very happy eating it. I, so, yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah, maybe people stopped at a vending machine. I bring vending machines up because there's a new kind of vending machine on the scene. This is in China. The Jetsons. Well, that one is coming. (laughs) Almost. So there's a vending machine. In China, you said? Yeah, this is in China and it's being created by Ford and Alibaba. Alibaba is a big Chinese corporate conglomerate. They basically own everything in China. And they've come up with a car vending machine. What? Yes, all you need to do is pay the fees using an app from Alibaba. You share a selfie, and then out comes your car to test drive. That's all you have to do. Like, forget going to the dealership. Forget doing anything. You can test drive a car by just taking a selfie and using that company's app. I mean, it's only a limited time. So you have to go to China, and you have to find the Ford vending machine, and then you can do it. I know everyone is booking their... Tickets right, right now. Immediately. Right. Oh my yes. God. Immediate. No one's going to steal a thing. No, no. Guaranteed. No, no. It's the honor system. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Listen, we got Kenny with the traffic. When we come back, we get some Hollywood news for you. Okay, then. This one's sponsored by Credit Karma and Eastbound 62, seeing the usual hurry up and uh, and wait flow between Gleason and M35W. Same situation playing out on Eastbound this is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Joining online this afternoon, we have Christina Aguilera. She's on the cover of Paper Magazine. Remember, that is the same magazine that featured Kim Kardashian breaking the internet. And Christina, she is in no makeup and going for a natural look, which is 
pretty much the opposite of how she usually looks. Also trending, Captain Marvel, the superhero movie starring Brie Larson in the starring role. Well, that movie started production today. Also, Silicon Valley trending. Season 5 of that HBO program included a Facebook Easter egg in the opening credits. It turned the Facebook logo into Russian lettering. I mean, if you've been following the news lately, you'll get the joke. Also, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos, the couple took a sexy spring break vacation on the beach. They shared photos of each other on Instagram. How adorable. Also, Air Max Day trending. Nike released its latest Air Max shoes. And while some were fortunate enough to secure a pair, others didn't have the same luck. Looks like a lot of those are sold out on the Nike website today. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. The uh, inversion table. Promise me. When you go upside down, you go for the deep tracks. Yeah, I did. I've, I've always loved that song. I like the song, too. I, I think know. it shows up at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, it, it does. does. Uh, it Gino, does. come get your helm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Let's talk about, did anyone watch any of the new TV shows last night? Barry Uh, on HBO or Trust on FX? I watched Trust. You did? And I fell asleep during Barry. However, I heard that it was very good from my significant other. Oh, okay. And he liked it a lot. And it's only a half hour, so I'm going to watch it tonight. Yes, I'm going to watch it tonight, too. I didn't get a chance to watch it, and I didn't get a chance to watch uh, Trust. Now, Donnie, you said you watched... Trust, which is about the Gettys. I will not be returning to that show. Really? Oh, no. Why? I just thought it was boring. Uh, J. Paul Getty is made into a caricature, and his grandson is is a caricature. The whole thing, it, 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 it's, it's more of a, the way they portray the whole family is that they're all just a bunch of losers. I, I found nothing interesting about it at all. I learned nothing. Okay, well, here's a chapter two books uh, in Hudson tweeted us, and they said, wow, trust had me at the barbecue fork to the, to the chest in the opening scene. I thought that was Ooh. needless, uh, senseless violence. Your opinion doesn't matter to me <laughs> right now, Donnie. I'm I don't, going with chapter I, two and books. And I don't care. And uh, <laughs> I will I will I watch still want to check it out, and... I'm really interested in the resurgence of Brendan Fraser because he's in this show and I used to love him. Barely in the first episode. Yeah, Yeah. just barely in the first. That's fine. Yeah, check it out again. All right. So anyway, yeah. By all means, watch it. It's just not for me. Yeah. No, we don't always agree on our TV shows, Donnie. We we really. We don't, but we did agree on Babylon Berlin. That was oh, that ending. That ending was oh incredible. Okay, gosh. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. Let's roll back the beautiful beam footage there. Yeah, you said that the violence in Trust, the J. Paul Getty mm-hmm. show, was gratuitous. I did, but then in Babylon, Babylon Berlin, Berlin, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I, I don't view that as gratuitous violence. I think it's in context. Ah, Donnie, that's my you. opinion. Why I can't know. I have what an is opinion? This film school class. <laughs> well, What's Holly is the here? expert when it comes to film school. I class. know that's what I mean. <laughs> Very true. Uh, but you liked. How it ended wasn't that wild? Oh, that was an amazing yeah. ending. An I, uh, amazing ending. I know. I, I, I got my brother. I was just like, I was like, what do you mean you're not watching uh, Babylon Berlin? That show is right up your alley, you know. And so he's like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll get going on it. And he sends me uh, 
a text and he, what did he write? He said to me, he said, episode two, this scene has me officially in love. And that's when the drag king lady. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sings that one song. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, that one, that's kind of where it grabbed me too. Cause that show is just, anyway, check out Babylon Berlin on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it, is, it's, it's, it is 16 episodes and it's well worth sticking through to the end. Oh, Casey and I ripped through that in like two, yeah. two weeks. We couldn't stop watching Full it. of non-gratuitous graphic violence. And sex. And sex. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Neil Justin is giving uh, his pick tonight to the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandley. Yes, I'm going to watch this tonight, too. I'm so excited for this. On HBO. HBO, yep. And yep. Uh, he says that the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling instantly joins Mr. Warp, Warmth, the Don Rickles Project, and Joan Rivers, a piece of work, is one of the finest documentaries ever about a single comedian. Ooh. It might sound excessive over four hours, over two nights, but director Judd Apatow rewards viewers with insight into the late comic Gary Shanley's mind and neuroses. For anyone who gives a hoot about the art of stand-up, this is required viewing. And the Hollywood Reporter says that this is essential for Shanling fans and it's a superb introduction for neophytes. So if you're new to Gary Shanling, great, yeah. come and watch this yeah. uh, documentary and maybe you'll get familiar with him because the Larry Sanders show I think is one of the essential TV comedies of all time. Yeah, Brilliant without Larry show. Sanders we would never had Curb Your Enthusiasm or the Lisa Kudrow show, you know, that turning the comeback. The comeback. I oh, love that show. Yeah, and the Larry Sanders show, is it's just brilliant. I mean, yeah. Go check it out for yourself. Streaming, I think all the uh, seasons are streaming if you have HBO. Yeah, I and think HBO right. on demand. I think you're right. Also, uh, Neil liked. Uh, he said Will Smith is uh, hosting on National Geographic. Yes, one strange rock. It's a, about the Earth. Yeah, a new mm-hmm. docu series in which Will Smith uh, repeatedly warns viewers about how close. The Earth is to going kablooey. Yeah. It's a depressing science lesson, but Will is enjoying his role as town crier. Yay! Yeah, and I do love that he gave a shout out to Tiana Taylor and NBC star Iman Schubert. They've got their uh, reality show, Tiana and Iman, starring on VH1 tonight at 8 o'clock. Which I did DVR that no. as well. And Tiana, if you don't know, she was a dancer in that Kanye West video. Oh my gosh, at the gym? At the gym, oh with my. barely anything on. So yeah. that's her. Yeah. And she has a big following outside of that. Yeah, she. you know what show I miss? And I. why can't they bring it back, but we just need to find a new rock of love? Yes, we do. Well, all of those VH1 celebrity out celebrity shows, that was the genre of programming. It was so fun. I was such a fan of Rock of Love. I lived for that show. I lived for the surreal life, the original surreal life that started it all, where they put a bunch of celebrities into a house and they gave them tests. And the celebrities would be like D-list, like Gary Oldman, Vanilla Ice, a bunch of randos, Corey Feldman, and they would all be in the house and doing things together. Well, that show... into Big Brother. Well, that show turned into Flavor of Love because on one of the seasons oh. of Surreal Life, it was Brigitte Nielsen and Flavor Flav. I think I watched And that then one. before that, it was actually then they had their own spinoff show about Brigitte Nielsen and Flavor Flav. Yes. And then after they broke up, then Flavor <laughs> oh of Love happened, happened and, and then, then begat Rock, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. And I think Brett, I don't know if Brett Michaels was in the Surreal Life or not, but what I'm saying is that we need. 
we need an ecosystem. We need a we need a universe to, well, to, to, to rise up. I know. I and give us separate channel. I just VH1. Oh, it was always VH1. I love those just, shows I did so much. too. I oh. watched every. It was sort of like The Bachelor before The Bachelor. It was The Bachelor before The Bachelor. Yeah. And then there was Charm School. Yeah, oh, I watched that. Oh, my God. What? You just used to give me so much crap. So would Donnie. I love my VH1 shows. I love all of those shows. Take the crap. Okay. You have good taste, oh. Lori. You have good taste. Fine. Yeah, fine. You have fine. your opinions? I have mine. Uh, trust stinks. Which one? <laughs> Nothing. Not saying Oh, trust, yeah. Uh, Stranger Things. I I guess we know what's going to happen in the third season, but I couldn't read the story because I just have checked Things out Things are happening. If you didn't watch season two, then that article means nothing. Yeah. I didn't watch season two, Lori. It, I just, it came out in October and everyone was so excited for it. And I was just like. I watched <sighs> three episodes and I was just like. But that's a good taste test. You gave it the college try. I, I did. I will admit that Casey bailed on it and that's number one reason why I didn't go back to it but I also did agree with him was just like are we gonna have to see when no is why does Winona's writer's character have to be so wackadoo well, she's and, neurotic I know but the side <laughs> I felt like her neurot her being neurotic made sense in the fact that her kid was missing and she was gonna do anything to bring him back yeah. mm-hmm. that to me in the first season that made sense to you because you were panicked with a single mom missing her kid yeah and then Frodo shows up to be your boyfriend. <laughs> That's a Sean <laughs> Yeah, we won't talk about what happens to him. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't even know what happens to I'm him. I'm not saying. All right. Um, by the way, Kristen Bell, you had said on Friday um, that she had purchased the four o'clock show yesterday of Love Simon at AMC Southdale. Yeah. And I want to see this movie so bad. I didn't get to it this weekend, but a couple other people did this. Uh, this weekend, Matt Bomer and Neil Patrick Harris both bought out movie theaters in Texas, two different small towns in Texas. To see Love, Simon. Yes, to see Love, Simon. And last week I had mistakenly said that when Angelina was in London, she took her kids to see Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. Lara Croft, mm-hmm. Love, Simon. Oh, look at you, Angelita. Yeah, I know it. So Matt uh, Bomer, his hometown of Spring, Texas is where he bought it. And uh, and uh, Neil Patrick Harris, I don't know what this Texas town is to him, but we've seen people do this for Hidden Figures, Black Panther, and A Wrinkle in Time now. I love this idea. I do too. So anyway, uh, I would like to see this movie. I didn't get a chance to. I was. I, I'm so bad. I barely have seen any movies in the movie theater. The last one I saw was Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Don't what? Me. I know. You didn't even go see Black Panther? Not yet. What the hell? I know what the hell. <laughs> what the I know. Hell? I should feel the shame. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please direct it my my way. Well, that and Wonder Woman. You saw that. At I the did theater. see Wonder Woman okay. in the theater. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'm right. good. So you you've got shame. some credibility. It's for you, Alex. Shame. <laughs> Shame. I'm working on it. All right, let's hope that Megan Fox and Josh Dumel have a hit on their hands. They're going to star in a movie called Think Like a Dog. That but, movie is probably going direct to video. Well, it's written and directed by the guy who did 10 Things I Hate About You, which was a great, great movie. Even it was it a great, great movie from 20 years ago. Well, I know, but it doesn't mean, <laughs> it, doesn't mean it can't be good again. They're going to play the parents. No, it should be good. What I'm saying is that these movies don't get a lot of theatrical support lately. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm sure it will be cute. 
I love 10 Things I Hate About You. Classic and, teen comedy. And that is the mod. Was that the modern retelling of Taming of the Shrew? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I believe so. That Heath, was Heath Ledger? Heath in that Ledger one? and Julia uh, Stiles. Great movie soundtrack. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back or we're going to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, what is the meaning of this? Oh, boy. Let's get to this story, shall we? Please. Um, All of us spring chickens that were uh, watching March Madness last night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, it kind of bled into Stormy Daniels talking about spanking Donald Trump on 60 Minutes. While Stormy talked, uh, someone who will not be talking... Is Abby Roday. Page six uh, says uh, she's not going to blab about anything about Aubrey and her romance uh, affair with uh, Donald Trump Jr. on the set of A Celebrity Apprentice. Why? It's not tasteful. And she isn't desperate for some fame or attention, unlike every other woman that has been in her situation. She doesn't kiss and tell and isn't looking to hurt people. Uh, the mm. making of the band was for fame and attention. That was the very first thing she ever did. You wrote a song about this, Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. One of your EPs called DJT. I mean, she's already told it in two songs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if someone offered her money, maybe she's negotiating. Maybe the price isn't right. Maybe, maybe not is, uh, I don't know. I just... Yeah, but do we really care about this? Because no, I don't care don't. at all about no. her relationship with DJT Junior. No, <laughs> Junior. no, no I, I don't maybe, care. Maybe nobody's offering. Well, Probably that could not. also be yeah. it. Where yeah. we're not really interested in this. Yeah, yeah. the only re- reason we're interested in the other one is because there are uh, other broader implications. Yeah. about what that could mean. Yeah. This, bleh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, you're dumb. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> you're dumb. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mariah okay. Carey uh, and Famille went to the Kids' Choice Awards. She and Nick Hannon and the the kids, Morocco and... Um, Moroccan. And Moroccan Monroe. and Monroe um, went to the show. And guess what? Mariah Carey was walking around that red carpet unassisted in pants. <gasps> Pants. With a what? short jacket Pants. zipped up. Wow. Did she Brian, wear flat shoes? No, she didn't. Oh. She didn't. But Brian Tanaka was not guiding her around. And I would say, looking at Mariah Carey in this outfit, she is feeling her thinness. Of course. She's feeling her thinness. The boobs are not hanging out. She doesn't have the dress on that, that's a little bit more forgiving. She's got a cropped motorcycle jacket, a white t-shirt. Mimi is feeling good about herself. She's cute. The kids have matching outfits yeah. with, yeah, with the parents. Do. Yeah, She's feeling herself. Look, I bet she spent a lot of money feeling herself. So I say congratulations to you, Mimi. Walk that carpet. Wear pants. Yeah. She's she, looks, she, looks, she looks great. Whenever she's in tip-top form, she 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 doesn't rely on her cleavage as much. When she's feeling skinny... She and she doesn't tight. have the girls out. Yeah, she's not so busty. Yeah, you're exactly right. She and so she's feeling herself. Yeah, she is. So, and she was walking and actually guiding her children because the the one and only time I Julia and I saw her on the red carpet, she was with Nick Cannon. He was she was hanging on for dear life to 
Nick and Lee Daniels. Why? Because she couldn't move with her she, dress? Was she just like waddling? Like she seemed. Tight? She seemed like she'd been in doing more than you know, doing some champagne sipping. Oh, and she was also walking and balancing her um, mini bottle of you know the sprayer, the mm-hmm. hand sprayer, mm-hmm. which is not a good look for a perimenopausal woman with her much younger husband to be walking down a red carpet with a thing designed to keep that the heat you know wave at bay well you know you got to do what you got to do you got to do what you got to do okay it's only how far away is the end of july five months away no not even not even Mm, probably like three months all right Mm -hmm. mission impossible is being released july 27th oh yay marking my calendars for that one yeah we're already getting all the bragging about the dangerous stuff that tom cruise here's 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 a, um, an Instagram photo that Christopher McQuarrie, who is Tom Cruise's longtime director, doing the MI5. It's, it's a photo of Tom Cruise standing at the edge of an open plane door. And in the caption, here's what the director writes. Just one shot, period. Oh. At 25,000 feet, period. At 200 miles an hour, period. At dusk, period. Three minutes of available light, period. Two minutes of action, one chance per day, just one, just one shot. Boom! Well, this is what Tom Cruise has become, is that he is just a glorified stuntman. He doesn't want to do any dramatic work. He doesn't want to show any kind of emotion. He just wants to show how much crazy crap he can do. And these directors, I feel like he, Tom Cruise hires the directors to do the workaday stuff, but it's really Tom Cruise who's directing all of these movies. He puts guys behind the helm who will yeah. follow his orders and do exactly what he has to say. And I, I, There's a place for spectacle. Yeah, there's a place for spectacle in all these movies. But this is always his storyline. Yes, now. this is. And the, we we're but that's, getting yes, it. And we're is, getting it, and we're getting it way in advance. And we can expect in every single interview, whenever this does start, it'll talk about how daring he is, of course, and how brave he is, and how he does his own stuff. And he broke his ankle, and he did this, and he did that. And, and he's really don't suffering about, for his art. Did you see the movie American Made that came out last fall? Uh, I did Tom Cruise as I, the pilot. I did not. Casey saw it and he wanted it to be better is what he said. Uh, yeah. See, I felt like that was maybe a good marriage between Tom Cruise, the action star with no emotion and maybe a little bit of his acting. Because remember, Tom Cruise is a pretty good actor. Yeah. When he wants to be. Yeah. Now he's just. I don't, I don't know if Donnie saw American made or not. So mm. I've no idea. OK, here's something else. Um, Anna Ferris sat down with Dax Shepard and they. He brought up marriage to her. Oh, imagine that, bringing up marriage to Anna Ferris. Yeah, she said, um, he's, how do you feel about marriage? And she said, I need to figure out what the purpose is. Is it safety for your children? Is it convention? Is it so other people respect your relationship more? Hmm. I don't know if I believe in it in any more. I get that, Anna Ferris. You've just gone through a real, you are going, not even went through, you're going through, through a, divorce. a big divorce. Of course, you're not going to want to get married right away. So I feel like that's a very non controversial answer. Yeah. And it's in the public eye, too. Yeah. And Anna, good thing for you. You don't need to get married. You can live in your house in Venice Beach with your hot new boyfriend, and True. nobody's telling you to get married. Uh, do you think Heidi Klum has a thing for a younger man? 
Uh, yeah, man. Is she back with uh, Vito? No, she was Vito, spotted, the art director. She was spotted making out with a hot twenty-eight-year-old at the taping of America's Got Talent. Or something. <laughs> hey, look, Heidi, go get yours. Oh, there she is with yeah. rocker Tom. I don't know what band Tom is from, but I mean, go get yours, Heidi. Yeah, go get it. Yes. Okay, here's another one: Ramona Singer, New York housewife, threw tantrum after she couldn't get into Aspen bars and restaurants. Please let there have been a camera there. Don't you know me? I'm Ramona Singer. I'm one of the housewives. Yeah. Please, please let there be a camera. Now, this one. Alcohol involved. Who knows? Uh, Erica (laughs) Jane wants a gay couple on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We're here for it. Yes. I'm surprised that it hasn't happened yet. No. No, we have uh, the gay party planner lisa vanderpump he's sort of a he kind of looks like it's weird asian elvis but is he an ancillary character so he just shows up up occasionally but he's never the subject of any kind of storyline yeah i would love that well andy cohen you should get on that come on we would love it uh claire foy addresses the crown pay controversy i'm not surprised um people were interested uh, because I'm at the center of it and anything I'm at the center of of like that is very, very odd and feels very, very out of ordinary. Well, I think that it was people taking that whole story that was a non-story story. and making it a thing and it was awkward for her and for Matt Smith. All right, there you go. Woo. I love it, Holly. You're, yes. You're very, very good. All right, we come back. Tiffany Haddish, may she just do interviews forever and ever. She's got an epic interview in GQ and she's got an Incredible story about somebody biting somebody. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands. Like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home. Or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.